Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Does raising the minimum wage do anything for us? Now, I have long been opposed to the idea of the minimum wage at all. The minimum wage, I believe uh, that Milton Friedman actually had it best. The minimum wage prevents people from negotiating in their best interest. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. I think we've seen over the last years, as it's harder to find workers, you don't need a minimum wage, the market takes care of itself. But the minimum wage prevents people who don't have skills from getting into a workplace because in order to hire somebody, you need somebody with skills to make it worth your while for all the money that you're spending. If I don't have skills but I want to learn a job, I'm not allowed to say, or I could even say, the minimum wage is $7 an hour. I'll do it for $5 an hour. I'll do it for six months. You'll see that I show up every day. You'll see that I'm a good worker. Then you'll pay me $7 an hour. And then you'll pay me even more because I can be great at this. I could say it, but the employer can't do anything. Sorry, I'm not allowed to do that. I- I'm the one who's going to get in trouble. The minimum wage prevents people from being able to negotiate in their best interest to create opportunity for them. But what you'll hear is, well, you're not paying a solid minimum wage. We need to raise it. The fight for 15. We need $25 an hour. Why should anybody have to learn skills? Why should anybody have to do work? We should just utilize the private sector through force to create our version of the quote-unquote living wage, and that'll be good enough. It's a study from the National Bureau of Economics Research. It's a working paper. And it looked at the impact of state increases to the minimum wage on college enrollment, specifically community college. Four-year colleges remained unchanged. But when you raise the minimum wage, they found that enrollment in community colleges dropped by 2% in year one, and it was 4% by year five. And one could argue that kind of there's a a solid logic here. The person going to a four-year university, the person going to IU, the person going to Purdue, has a certain socioeconomics and a certain uh, goal uh, trajectory. The person who's going to Ivy Tech, who uh, gets told way too often that they're unserious about their education, as if somehow Ivy Tech Community College means you're unserious. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think there's tremendous value in this, and I have, I have told you, I want to speak to them. I want to be a part of helping that happen and build and grow. That person absolutely needs skills. Now, maybe they're different skills than a four-year university. Maybe they look at the cost of a four-year university, whether it be IU or Purdue, even though uh, they do a better job at stabilizing prices, certainly Purdue a fantastic job. And they say, I don't have that money and I don't need that kind of debt. I'll do this and I'll learn skills and I'll be able to apply them. Well, why do I need to learn skills if government can just force employers to pay more? Why, why, Why do they need the skills? The raising of the minimum wage encourages no growth. 
no personal growth, no skills growth. You want to know why you have a skills gap, whatever it is they call it today? Maybe it's the increase of the minimum wage that allows people not to go about bettering themselves to create themselves more opportunities. Really interesting uh, study here. Really interesting uh, data. Now, one of the other things they found is that while, yes, indeed, enrollment dropped, there's no significant impact on the rate of degree completion for two-year students. There was a small decrease in women completing uh, their, their AA degrees following a minimum wage increase. And that, that, I guess there could be different reasons uh, for that. But as for declining enrollment in, in uh, community college, well, if you tell people community college is failure, you're not doing them any damn good. And then if you aren't going after the totality of people who need college, like, for example, men, because, well, you don't actually try and get men, do you? We see this everywhere. Men are like somehow on the, on the periphery. Well, then again, men in college, what, where you're going to be called toxic every single day? You're going to be under attack every single day? Oh, it's not happening? Sure. Okay. Yeah, you you take that to bed at night. I'll discuss the real problems, and uh, those people can pretend that they're all good and decent. When colleges start actually looking for men... We're not talking about guys who play football. We're talking about men in all the fields and actually start looking to recruit them. I think things will get better. Not not uh, the betas. No, no, no. Men creating environments where they aren't attacked for their existence. And you say to me, Tony, are you actually defending men? Yeah, you better damn well believe I am. 100% and without an ounce of hesitation. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning.